I suppose you'll be heading out. I'm not. You should. It's against the creed. I gave you my word. I'm with you until we both fall. You really buy into that bent of thought of? I do. Good. Once again, Bucketheads. Bucket Nation, you are the best, and welcome to the Men Division Podcast. This is episode 134, and we have something a little different than what we've been up to recently. Welcome to Mando Movie Madness, where we are going to link up with our good friend Reagan from the Come On Is So Good podcast, also my bestie, and talk about the Star Wars movies that are on the slate. Yeah, maybe they're not coming out in 2024, but it's a pivotal time for Star Wars to return to the cinema, and there's been a lot of discussion, a lot of announcements about what's coming, and it's time to it's it's time to discuss them a little bit more thoroughly, a little bit more fully, and what better time to do it with our good friend Reagan? And listen, it's it's a great time to do this because again, we just finished. Season 6 of Star Wars The Clone Wars in our rewatch series. So why not pause in the middle here to address the recent announcement of a Johnny Favs, uh, I'm assuming written and directed, a Mandalorian and Grogu movie coming to the cinemas. Production is slated to start here in 2024. My expectation is that it won't be released to 2025. But hey, Star Wars has been surprising before. Who knows what will happen? Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... The Ray movie coming out, the the Dawn of the Jedi movie that will be directed by James Mangold. We'll talk about Johnny. Uh, we'll talk about Dave Filoni's film. Like, how do all these things kind of fit together, if at all, and 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 sort of just discuss all of it. So again, this is why it is Star Wars Mando movie madness on this episode of Mandovision, and we are so so glad that you are here. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. At Mando underscore Vision on, or I guess it's X now, sorry. X in Instagram. You can find us there and let us know what's going on with you. Email the show, mandivisiontom at gmail.com. 
I would love to hear from you. But in the meantime, until you get fired up about the what you're about to hear conversationally from Reagan and I, uh, hold those thoughts. And you can write them all up in an email and send them to us at, at manavision at gmail.com. Because I, I suspect that Reagan will say something borderline controversial. That is a man with some opinions. <laughs> so we look forward to seeing what he has to say about all of these movies coming up. But that's what you have to look forward to. So get ready, buckle up, and you know what that means. It is time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. You expect him to search the galaxy for the home of this creature and deliver it to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way. All right, joining us now via a very shaky connection on Skype, our good friend Reagan from the Come On, It's Still Good podcast, who they just recently wrapped up Tom Cruise-mas to close out 2023. Reagan, how you doing? How's the podcast going? Tell everyone what's up. Uh, greetings, programs. It's going great. <laughs> you know, Tom Cruise-mas was a wild, wild success. <laughs> Massive. Yeah, I mean, we got to watch The Outsiders. When was the last time you watched The Outsiders? Stay golden, Pony Boy. That's uh, all that matters. Great, great movie. Great movie. <laughs> but we also just had our award show, the the third annual BG Awards. Very subjective in those awards, I, as, a, as a listener. <laughs> I was like, well, all right, that's a reach, but okay. <laughs> What's a reach? Mine? A couple of yours. A bit of a reach. How you got the Fast X? Bit of a reach. Right. That was in the moment <laughs> of a quick little funny joke. Best tenth movie of a franchise. What's a better tenth movie that came out this year in a franchise? This year? Yes, it, it's for the last <laughs> year mostly. This year? Yeah, I guess. I guess you know it has to go to that. I, yeah. I can't argue there. Fast <laughs> X was a pretty good tenth movie. But uh, you know, Tom Cruise, you guys got to like what you did. You did Collateral, which I'm a huge fan of. Yep. Um, what else you get? To? Live, okay. die, live, die, repeat. Oh yeah! Come on, Edge of Tomorrow. I think they also know known as. Yes, Edge of Tomorrow. I mean, we call it by every title. All you need is kill. Whatever you want to call that Tom Cruise movie. Two thumbs up. All works. We we did the Color of Money. Yes, that's right. This was great. Let's see. Uh, Payback is out now. It's our current episode. Well, Payback's not uh, Tom Cruise miss though. That's not. That's. I mean, we're in the new year. We've moved on from Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's it's Mel Gibbuary now. <laughs> well, we did one Mel Gibson movie, and then by the time you're hearing this, our uh, our next movie will be out, and that's Speed with Keanu Reeves. So we're in the Keanu New Year. <laughs> in case you haven't realized, we like silly names to, for our podcast. No, that, hey, that's good news. But hey, everything's worked out really nicely because uh, uh, everything's kind of aligned. For the for for you and I to get together and discuss the news that came out last week, just as I was wrapping up season six of the Star Wars: The Clone Wars rewatch series, the news hit that there would be a Johnny Favs directed and I assume written uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu movie. Take me to your headspace when you heard this. And honestly, I thought that was already a thing. <laughs> You're not when the, this new you're... when this news came out, I said, "Yeah, man, I know." <laughs> like you told me that like a year ago. No, apparently, I, I you know again not confirmed, but I don't know if this is quite in lieu of a season four. 
but it seems like it's like in, in place to build on what we know will be the Favreau culmination of the Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Thrawn stuff. So, I, you know, I mean, that again, Disney announces these things. They don't give us a lot of info and in where things fit necessarily, but it seems like this might be in place of season four or maybe, I don't know, a season five. I don't, I don't really know. Oh, I, I thought that we're, we're done with Mandalorian TV show. I, th- I thought he had graduated to movie star now. Who paid You think we're still going to get... Well, just that character. I didn't think we were getting a season four. Well, I mean, that's... Like any, I, that could I'm pretty be sure the, that's done. They haven't announced anything. This is the problem. This is why <laughs> Disney and, and Star- Lucasfilm right now are, 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 are breaking my brain in half. Because they just put this stuff out there and they're like, let the internet tear itself into a million pieces, figuring out what it all means. <laughs> yeah, they like chaos. They do like chaos. They are Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. They love <laughs> a little chaos. Yeah, so so again, whether whether or not it's it's in lieu of season four or like this is the end of the Mandalorian and then we'll get more from from the Dave Filoni flick that that brings it all together and, and closes it all off. I don't I don't really know. But you, as a Star Wars enthusiast, <laughs> where where do you land on this flick? Like what you're like? Okay, cool. The Mandalorian and Grogu. What do I what do I want out of this movie? What are you, what are oh, you thinking? I thought you were going to ask if I was excited. I was like, yes, I'm very excited. I know you're Star excited. Wars. Spoiler it's alert! Of theaters. Spoiler alert! You and me, Star Wars in a movie theater. We're we're pumped. We're there. Yes. Yes. I'm worried. What is Disney Plus's strategy moving forward? It seems they've taken a lot of like the Mandalorians off Disney Plus now. It's now a movie franchise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Iron Wars was going to be a television show. That's off. That's a movie now. Is it seems that it? for right now, for right now, <laughs> we're not here to talk about the state of Marvel, but they've pulled a lot of stuff off their net. You know, things that they scheduled to be new TV shows have now been redeveloped into new movies. And I'm all for it. I want more movies. But I, I want the supplement. I don't want to lose one to gain one, you know? Okay, I got you. Yeah. But what 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 I want to see, lots of Mandalorian armor. I want a, I want a war on Mandalore. You want another war on Mandalore? These people just got their planet back, and you want another war? Yeah. Do you think all the Mandalorians are just going to be cool with it? Well, I mean, again, another thing that we don't know, like how many Mandalorians are kicking around, we don't know. That's right. A lot of them are probably hiding in the sewers on other so, planets. So you're sort of jumping the gun a little bit on me. Right. I, w- I was going to ask you, like, like, what do you want the Mandalorian the Grogu movie to be? Because, again, this is a big topic oh. on the internets. Like, who's the big bad? Like, who are we fighting? Like, what's happening here? It's, Break it down. Like, give me, again, we're speculating. You know, you don't Use have to. Long I <laughs> I had to get that real quick. I had to get that real quick. Now we can move on. You know what? I thought I'd put it on, on X. I was like, what are the odds that Reagan mentions the Uzon Vong in like the first like 10 minutes of this, this segment? <laughs> I just did it because it was funny. I was honestly going to try to stay away from it today because they don't really fit in with Mandalore. Who can You know, in your mind, though, no menorah showing up? Buckets. <laughs> Bro, if he just shows up and like winks at the camera and I see his little his little freaky eye, his little poison eye, I'll be like, Oh, I know what that is. 
yeah. and then he could just fly away on the spaceship. <laughs> so, uh, you know, assuming this movie stays within the timeline that we know that it's currently in, this sort of a uh, uh, like ten era, years era of the Republic post Empire kind of thing. Like, like what, like what are you hoping to get out of this one? Closure, I guess. I guess to, to complete the story of Groku, like, is he gonna be okay? Are we gonna find out where he's from, what their race is? So, are you are you are you, are you saying you want this again? Because it's it's been announced. Filoni's gonna close out the this whole New Republic era. Yeah. So, how much do you want you want to squeeze into this? Well, it's it's one movie, I mean, or could it possibly? I know everything's vague. Hold on. Let me text Kathy Kennedy right now and get the yeah, answer please. to that. Okay. Please get someone on the chat. <laughs> I don't need details. Just be like, yeah, if it does well, we'll make another one. Yeah, I mean. Or is, this, or is it a contract thing where people's contracts are going to start expiring? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Pedro Pascal is is, is, a, is a busy person. He's, he's a very sure. in-demand actor in Hollywood. But I mean, he's uh, again. Last season of The Mandalorian kind of confirmed what we all sort of suspected. He's ADR. He does the voiceover. It's it's yeah. it's 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 uh, Eastwood's grandkid, or not Eastwood. John Wayne's grandkid, and the other the martial arts guy. Their names are eluding me right now. I apologize. But like, you don't you don't need Pedro Pascal on set for this movie to happen. Just for that one episode of season when he takes his helmet off. Right. Yeah, right. And you're like, oh, this this means something. Yeah, I mean, it, this is sort of like the, the it's sort of like an inverse of like the David Prowse Darth Vader situation, right? Like, Prowse was the guy behind Darth Vader, but you know, let's do who let let's admit who did the voice work here on that one. Yeah. Not David Prowse, okay? Some <laughs> some other guy, some up coming actor who had a little bit more baritone in his voice got the voice work for Vader, okay? <laughs> I was watching some clips of the original voice work of him just giving the lines before they dubbed over him. He tried really hard. He he was doing his best. It's just we have we're burdened with knowledge, and we know it can be better. Right? Yeah. I mean, German body bodybuilder, not an Austrian bodybuilder. That would have been a different story. <laughs> if he's telling me to get to the chopper, <laughs> I so again, you know, we 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 we. Ask Star Wars fans and and the sort of Star Wars fans that I think you and I both are, which are like, cool, you want to put more Star Wars in the movies? We're going. But how do you transition this? Like 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 what you gotta get what's gotta be the thing that motivates it to be a, a cinematic experience as opposed to what we've had for three years now on, well, on Disney Plus. You don't think they're gonna try and take down the remnant and they're gonna end up pushing the remnant into the first order. Again, I don't know because you know there's this Filoni movie exists that is supposed to be the culmination of all these things, you know, with Ahsoka and what's going on in that show, and then season two has been now officially teased, if not officially announced. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I don't know if this Mandalorian and Grogu movies is, is something of a of a placeholder. You don't think it's? I don't want to say it's like the Iron Man, like 2008 Iron Man. It's not. The, I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers moment because that would be technically the first three seasons of the show. It's probably it, it's I'm I'm doing a, a terrible parallel. No, but I mean, so, like, I, I think I see what you're you think Filoni's would be an Avengers. 
Well, and and I was thinking, I was just thinking, like maybe maybe what you're what you're saying is so like they, they'll do two of these and like make it into like a trilogy, so it kind of culminates in that big Filoni movie. I you know yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> I you know I don't know. It just feels. There's a little bit of an element that feels a little bit last minute. Like it feels a little bit like like the groundwork's not necessarily laid for this at the moment. But I'm here for it. Like like I yeah. love these characters. But like what's gonna be the movie that gets me like fired up to see what's next if this is your if you're gonna make some some kind of mini trilogy that's not Skywalker based. Well that's it. That was one of my points. Is Luke gonna show up again? And then it becomes it becomes a Luke movie if that happens. So what I wanted to propose to you, as as someone who you and I, we, we, we essentially grew up, grew up with the same Star Wars expanded universe. We read all the same books. You and I bounced them back off each other. We read, we read them. We dissected them. We would uh, comment and critique them. Let me Let me throw an idea out there and see what you think. As a person who's, again, granted, kind of in the same mindset as me. <laughs> So maybe it's a little biased and unfair because like we're of, offense, right? we are of an age. Uh-huh. <laughs> what if, what if this Mandalorian movie, Mandalorian Grogu, again, how it gets to this point, whatever. There's there's ways to make it happen, but what if it had more to do with actually bringing Boba Fett into the fold of the Mandalorians the way Karen Travis did in the books? Do you want him to become Mandalore? Kinda. Kinda. It's the way they set him up in, in book. It's that's just that's the one thing that bummed me out. But what are they gonna do? Like there's been no announcement of Book of Boba Fett 2. So like how how long before we decided Boba Fett is unsatisfied as this sort of a a, a you know crime kingpin? Before yeah. he's like, I'm just out here in the universe and this guy just hired me to come track you down. And now Din Djarin and Grogu have to convince him that being Mando is the way, quote unquote. Like that's a movie I'd watch. <laughs> It'd be nice. I'd, I'd like to see Boba Fett come in and be at least welcomed back into the community. Even though it's something that he doesn't want, apparently, from the one line of dialogue of Book of Boba Fett. Right, but you and, again, you and I have that expanded universe knowledge. Yeah, so good. <laughs> of, of, of how he kind of gets, not necessarily forced, but kind of just like, this is my responsibility. I'm, I am, I am Mandalorian. I am the offspring of, of of Jango Fett. Like I need to lead these clones. And again, they've sort of teased this idea of clone Exodus from Republic slash Empire forces, but they haven't gone to the full extreme like they did in those 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 those, those uh, EU novels. Yeah, but to me, that's a more compelling story than like some random warlord of the Imperial Remnant. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just again, I'm spitballing here with you, buddy. It might be that. What about the pirates? The random pirate gang? Well, they're supposed to be in a skeleton crew. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. The skeleton crew kind of set them up. They were kind of set up for skeleton crew. They're supposed to be fighting, fighting, facing up, up against. Um, Moss Pirates or whatever they were. The uh, uh, I'm thinking of the guy. Who's the actor? I can't even think of his name right now. The guy from Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Jude Law. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm watching. I'm rewatching Elementary again. So I was like Johnny Lee, whatever. His name <laughs> Johnny is. Lee Miller. 
<laughs> yeah, love him. That's my Sherlock. Just so you know it all. That's my Sherlock. I meant the Robert Downey Jr. My Watson. Hey, yeah. I love that show too. But the, the I meant the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock's, the Guy Ritchie Sherlock's. Yeah, the Guy Ritchie ones. I, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, again, like, we don't know anything about that, but I'm excited for Star Wars, cinematically speaking. If you're into the Mandalorian Grogu, oh, just please, for the love of God, change the name. I don't want to go see. Hey, can I get one ticket to the Mandalorian and Grogu? Can you have like a cool like? Is that what they really? It's not just the Mandalorian. No, like that's the name so far. But like, give me a cool Star Wars name like the Last Mando or like (laughs) Mandalorian Rebirth. Like I don't care. Just something that sounds cooler. Why not just call it Mandalorian Grogu? Grogu, because he becomes he chooses to become a, a full-fledged Mandalorian. And by the end of the movie, he has the most adorable Mando armor you've ever seen in your entire life. I mean, they've already been teasing that. Like, that's, that's not news. I know. It's not new, but it's what <laughs> you want. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know why you'd want a movie to give you what you want. <laughs> Especially a Star Wars movie, right? Like, God yeah, forbid. I enjoy this. How dare they? I'm so, gonna watch this three, four more times. That's it. Yeah. So I mean, like, we're speculating wildly about this movie that was just announced. I yeah. assume Johnny Favs has a plan, and in Johnny Favs, we trust. He's the one who brought this to to the the screen in the first place. So we don't want to sound like we're being hypercritical. I just want it all to kind of come together in a way that makes a lot of sense. If you're gonna have Filoni directing this movie that ties it all together and, and ends this quote unquote era of the Star Wars universe. Uh, so, how okay, what, how nuts do you get? What if they could tie it into the Grisk from the, the Thrawn Grisk? Books? Are you whoa, dude? I'm just I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Thrawn is always like there's a greater evil out there. I don't like him as villains either. <laughs> I feel like you're asking the audience to do a lot of heavy lifting, which is 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 the weight of a book. And I don't That's true. You would have had to introduce that. Well, it's season two of Ahsoka coming out before the Mandalorian movie, which they just announced. Probably, maybe, perhaps they would have to be introduced in this TV show. Yeah, I mean, they, they if, if they're going to do this before that as a Thanos level threat. Yeah, you got to lay a lot of track really quick. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a big ask. It is. I mean, the only there's not a lot of other villains. The Pikes. Well, I mean, I've I've heard that rumor too. But again, like I would, lo- I would much more be interested in a story that is all about Boba Fett pursuing the Mandalorian and Grogu for whatever reason, because X Y Z bounties on them, and 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 Boba Fett being convinced that like, hey dude, like your legacy, you should be here with us. Yeah, you. Even if you don't think you are, you are a son of Mandalore. Yeah, that, that to me that's a much more compelling story personally. But I've read those Karen Travis books, so like I have that sort of connection to it. I would think an audience would appreciate it too, though. What what, what do yeah. I know? I mean, have Cal show up with his little like a uh, dog. Wait, what? Awesome. His Cal, <laughs> what is this animal? It's a dog thing. It's not. What is Cal's dog in the books? Oh my You're god! You're an animal. He had an animal. He had like a dog-ish. I can't remember what it is. I thought you were about Cal from the video games. Oh, no. Cal <laughs> Sharika or whatever. Um, Cal, uh, Cal uh, Scarada. Scarada, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had like a dog thing. I, I was tied into the character of his books. He's a main character in. 
You're right. I m- wrong cow. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So yeah, I mean, again, I feel like whatever Filoni's doing to to close this sort of uh, uh, New Republic saga has to obviously tie into whatever this Jenny Favs movie is going to be. But yeah, but. Uh, there's two other Star Wars movies to talk about, Ray. Yep. How fired up are you for this new Ray uh, Ray's new Jedi Order movie, by, directed by uh, Charmaine uh, Obad Shinoy? Uh, this is gonna be the controversial segment of the show. Get ready. I, I want to be excited. I like Daisy a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the character Ray a lot. I I was hurt by those trilogies, like emotionally. I look at it as a uh, see. Make good sounds too mean. No, I've shit on the this, this this trilogy for a long time, but it's it's another bite at the apple. Yeah. So I I know I'm gonna see that trailer. I'm, I'm gonna hear or you know see the the green Lucas Arts or whatever, and get excited. And I'll be there on opening day, regardless of what they say. Or how it looks, or what you know, what the people on the internet say. No, I, I, I'm in the same. They boat. give it information about what it's about, or it's just not, not really. Ray. Just yeah. Ray's new Jedi Order is kind of like the 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 basis that we have been given thus far. I wonder where they're going to pull. Could they pull from like what, what was that future comic where it was like three thousand years in the future? Three thousand years in the future. And, and my, I just picked a far out date. <laughs> I mean, there was Star Wars Legacy, with, the, which was like a, like a grandchild of Luke Skywalker, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, maybe not 3,000 years. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, you know, again, like, like, you were, like you were trying to say, you know, my issues with the sequel trilogy have less to do with the characters than with, like, the actual what they were story doing story itself. Yeah. Like, I liked Ray and, and, and Finn. Finn and who's the other guy? Oscar okay. Isaacs, da- yeah, Poe Dameron, all these Poe guys. Dameron, there it is. Yeah. I, li- I like these new characters. The best pile I've ever seen, except Tom Solo. Except Don't Tom Solo. And Wedge Antilles. Yeah, and Luke Skywalker himself. And Baron Fell. <laughs> oh, oh, Baron Fell, deep cut. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm full of them today. No, I, like, I again, like, I, these characters weren't the problems that I specifically had with the, with the, with the sequel trilogy. So... The idea that, okay, it is what it is, and now we're going to do this new thing? Okay, sure. Let's see what happens. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very okay with it. And again, like you said, I like Daisy. I like it. Da- Good on you, Daisy. Get it back in there. Let's do a make good. Let's see how much of the band wants to come back. Or is it just Daisy? Like, no Finn? Well, I mean, I would love for John Boyega to come back, you know, but I know he has uh, some 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 yeah, issues, yeah. issues with, with, with Disney helping insulate him from racist attacks, which I get. Well, it, those three people are, you know, Rose, him, and they were viciously attacked. Mm-hmm. I, I think all three of them left social media. I don't know if it, any of them have come back up. What, what's his name? Marie? Uh, Tran. Tran, right? right? Yeah. I don't know if any of them have come back. Ke- Kelly but... Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah. And I don't blame her. No, neither do I. It's fucking toxic. Oh my my god, I just dropped an F bomb. Holy smokes. I I think I've been good so far. (laughs) You let me know at home. I just slipped up. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, like X is toxic, and it's even more toxic now than it was oh, when, when the last Jedi X. came out. I don't it's know Twitter. <laughs> Twitter X. I don't know. I, everyone out here still just calls it Twitter. We don't care what the young people are saying. I don't. I don't care what young people say either. I'm just. I just, <laughs> I just know what my app says. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, again, a movie that we don't know much about. Uh, uh, I know. I know that Charmaine Obadchinoy kind of made headlines on New Year's Eve when she was on CNN with, uh, with, with, with everybody and, and said, hey, the script's amazing. Get ready. Buckle up. And I was like, okay. Oh, I, I mean, okay. I, I also remember someone standing in front of a tie, or an X-Wing telling me to buckle up and get ready. And I think that movie was supposed to come out like three weeks ago. <laughs> I believe you're talking about Rogue Squadron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember that was a thing? And like, she was around planes, and we're like, yeah, yeah, this could be awesome. Yeah, no uh, no Rogue Squadron movie. Though the books still exist. So go check them out. They're in the Essentials Legends line, and they are phenomenal still. No audiobooks yet, but I'm looking every day. See what drops. <laughs> Uh, and then we, and then we have Dawn of the Jedi coming, right? D- uh, James Mangold, the man who just, mm-hmm. who just did the last Indiana Jones movie, uh, probably most famous for doing Logan. Yeah, I was gonna say Logan. With, yeah, with huge, huge Jackman, looking super ripped. And then if you, if you want to go deep, you can go into Three Ten to Yuma with Christian Bale and and uh, also fantastic the, the Gladiator himself. And uh, yeah, Russell Crowe. It's like <laughs> who's the other cowboy? Yeah, the Gladiator. Ben Foster, like yeah, yeah. These are great movies. Dalla Destiny, not my favorite, but but as I said on the podcast, when I watched it at first, second, and third time, I like it more. Uh, I haven't gone back to watch. I should probably do that. No, I yeah, I've been watching it on Disney Plus, and I, I I do like it more now than when I initially saw it, and that's to be to be used. But how do you feel about Dawn of the Jedi coming out? Excited. Don't know it. I want. See, I don't like it that they just release titles. I didn't like. I don't like it when Marvel would do it. Fair. They, that's fair. It, it. I need a synopsis. Like, just give me a little bit. Give me a, cast somebody, dress them up as the character, <laughs> take a photo, show it to me, and then I'll talk. Because like, it's a Rogue Squadron thing at this point. Uh, Rogue Squadron. They at least showed me an X-wing. They it, made me believe it was real. Yeah, they didn't show you anything else. They didn't show you Wedge Antilles or Cornhorn or Tycho Chelchu. None of these characters. We are never getting any of those characters. <laughs> you mind. Which is kind of why I'm glad it maybe didn't happen. <laughs> but, you were, you were going to get... Uh, oh, what's the dude from Lost Name? Matthew Fox? No. <laughs> Josh Holloway? J.J. Abrams, good luck, Charles. <laughs> oh, uh, Grunberg. Yeah. yeah, Greg Grunberg. Greg Grunberg. But he's in Star Wars. And, and, yeah, who, who dies unceremoniously in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. After they wrote a whole trilogy about him and his connection to Wedge Antilles. Thanks a lot, guys. That delivered so well. <laughs> yeah, Wedge Antilles banged his mom in a book. They, yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Think on that for a moment, friends. Friends, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, that, that's the quality stuff that I took. O- I mean, he had a cool robot as a kid. He had a cool battle droid robot. He had a robot. cool battle droid robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, again, I mean, yeah. these are, you're talking Don't, about my, my favorite parts of this Aftermath trilogy. That, yeah, trilogy. That, that, uh, I, ta- I told Wendig you, did. 
all the good parts. And the banging's not even really a good part. It it's was, just a memorable part. It's also just kind of like implied as opposed to like direct reading about Wedge until he's getting some. Well, yeah, I don't need to hear him <laughs> taking his gun belt off, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not good. We love us a like, Wedge, <laughs> but not that much Wedge. <laughs> it's like shooting uh, wombats in Beggar's Canyon or whatever. I know. Wombats, Jesus. Wombats, whatever. Relax, I'm trying to get a sex pun and that, out here. that was with Biggs. That was... I said that was Biggs, but Wedge was in the room. <laughs> well, so... Who do you think ben, he was trying to impress? Wedge Antilles. Well, so that that's... Okay, so that's sort of like the thing also right now because uh, uh, Benioff and Weiss from Game of Thrones, who were attached to a Star Wars movie recently uh, in, until about a year or so ago, uh, they have come oh, out recently right, right. and now now said like, "Hey, we were going to tell the story of the first Jedi. That was our movie." And then Lucasfilm was like, "Nah." And now, you know, they're moved, they've moved on, and now Mangold's doing this Dawn of the Jedi thing, which again, title wise, has a connection to some old EU stuff, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you read or not. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Is it comics or? Well, there was one EU uh, EU novel called Dawn of the Jedi: Into the Void. And then there was a whole like a like a little uh, trilogy of comics that Dark Horse did, that, that very enjoyable, remember. very enjoyable. But I suspect Mangold will have little to do with any of that. And then uh, no, you know. And then Benny, Benioff and Weiss from Game of Thrones had like, oh yeah, no, we were gonna do the first Jedi, like, like how the Force, the Force, and the Jedi, and the first lightsaber, and all these things kind of came to be. And. Yeah. Uh, I can pass that. Don't don't need that. I mean, you're not a Game of Thrones fan to begin with, so I, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah, they're, they're already start by the eight ball, then they bring me that. I'm like, yeah, you know, this Logan guy's in the waiting room. <laughs> um, we're gonna take another meeting, son. <laughs> you guys have a good day. Let me validate that parking. No, <laughs> and I I think that's fair. Like Mangold, for for me, more often than not, has been uh, delivering the goods. Yeah, I I have my my quirks, my my reservations, my concerns, my my issues with Dial of Destiny. But again, 310 to Yuma, Logan, the Wolverine, all these things he's done. I'm fine with those are great flicks. I love them all. So I'd like to see his spin on it for sure. Yeah. I want to know who the Sith Lord's going to be. Because there's got to be a a dark side in the movie. Is there one in the comic? There is. But there's a, a sort of a more external threat than simply like dark side users. There, there's this whole kind okay. Of, I, I I won't get into it with you necessarily right now, but I'll send you some. Or we'll talk. Let's just talk okay. afterwards. I don't know. Like maybe he has to make a choice, and he ends up falling. So and he's the first. He's both the first Jedi and, and the, the first, first Sith Lord. Yeah, I mean I, that that could be the thing. Who knows? Like he, you know, he trains a bunch of people to be Jedi's, and then he has a fall over a woman, and they're like, "We should put this in a rule that all Jedi's can't bang." <laughs> like he, that dude went nuts about it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, in, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in what they're gonna do because, like, obviously, there's like the EU material that's like doesn't count, but you know, a, a large majority of Star Wars fans still kind of adhere to. So is he going to be acknowledging I, I, of it, or is he going to be like, oh, no, this is my whole new thing. We're doing whole cloth from scratch. Yeah. 
I, I think we hold on to the EU. Those, those of us who have lived it and until they make something better. If, if they take something away and make it better, we don't really care about the EU anymore. Because we have a new, shiny, better thing. A lot of times they haven't made it better, so we we, we hold tighter to the EU stuff that we I, like. You know, I, I would argue, I mean, I think you're right in your, in your assessment, but I would argue that that those of us who know the EU know the EU was better than where we are. <laughs> yeah, I, it's mostly like the clone stuff. It's I love some of the clone stuff they've done. I love most of what they did, like the Karen clone stuff. Was yeah, better. for for sure. And I mean, again, like it's it's not that's not to say that like there weren't massive misfires in the EU books. <laughs> that whole books, whole books are terrible. Yeah, the whole books, whole trilogies of books are terrible. Like there there were. There are bug people, and they're not cool. <laughs> but there was a sense, again, like like they wanted from from the new trilogy. There was a sense of legacy, but there was also a sense of like, hey, our heroes did their job still. Instead of like just pooping all over them and be like, nah, yeah. they blew it. They were all yeah, terrible they, people. They hate Han Solo so much. They hate <laughs> Han Solo so much. They kind of hate Luke Skywalker so much too. Like, yeah. oh, you thought you were going to be Ben Kenobi and, and Yoda? Wrong. <laughs> and it's like, wait, that sucks. I hate that. Yeah, just have them drink hot chocolate and go on adventures. It's awesome. Hot chocolate adventures. I mean, that's a whole book right there. Yeah, so... I think it's yeah. how the Zom books start. Is Luke's on like a Star Destroyer drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> so, again, you know, the, 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 the notion that... The, and again, we've been seeing it. Star Wars media in recent years reintroducing elements of the EU that work because the EU, in my humble opinion, was more awesome than not awesome. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. so bring it. <laughs> and the cool stuff is so cool that it makes right? you forget about the bad stuff. Yeah, sure. There's some bad books and there's some you know bad comics in there as well. But by and large... In my humble opinion, was truer to our characters, was truer to Luke, Han, Leia, Chewie, R2, and C3PO than anything we got from the sequel trilogy. Mm. But the sequel trilogy is what we have to now digest. Yeah. Do you do you think the people who wrote like the aftermath books wanted to they didn't really want to do what the Zon original trilogy did and focus on the same you know, the, the core three. Right. Right. I found that trouble. And so they hate writing for him because they don't want to be compared. So they introduce a bunch of characters and hardcore fans just read these characters like, wow, these people are terrible. Why should I care about any of them? Uh, I mean, that's that's kind of how I, how I read a lot of it. And, yeah. and the, the Aftermath trilogy in, in particular... Again, it's it's one segment of, of one of the books, and it bothered me <laughs> to no end. And I might be in a, a very small minority, but his depiction of Jar Jar Binks irked me so oh, hard. I when he's like with the orphan kids? Yeah. I liked that he was still trying to like help kids and right, stuff. But I, I love that part. I, I liked that he didn't – I hated that he didn't reduce like this like jester-like character. Yeah. 
like that bothered me to the the nth degree, and, and it sort of encapsulated to me at the time what people perceived of the prequels. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. we're we're just gonna poo poo all over Jar Jar oh, and, and the yeah. things that people hated in the prequels. Like, and by people, I mean old farts like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have hated on Jar Jar. I just I liked it that he was so broken by losing losing Padme, losing all his Jedi friends, and he was dead. And he just, you know, went to a similar life back on the boo, right? He was on the boo again. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was one thing. That it just, again, yeah. I just, I, I, was said, like, I like that he was helping the children. That's how I looked at it. Okay, that, that's a more optimistic appraisal than than yeah. what I did. I, I, I felt <laughs> like it was poo pooing all over him, and I was like, it just felt like it was like rubbing dirt in his face. Oh, uh, see, I looked at that he was being silly on purpose to to this. These kids have a hard fucking. Dang it! <laughs> these kids have a hard life. Tried so hard to make it. <laughs> and he was doing, you know, it, it worked for him in the past, so he knew he could be silly and cheer up the kids. Well, I, I can't. I mean, he was a senator. He's rich on that booth. Famous. <laughs> well, I mean, he had a sweet love interest on another planet, as we saw in the last season of The Clone Wars. Like, I think Georgia has some options. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just upset. It's. I don't know. Again, I, I have like my various issues with with like the new continuity more than I did with the other one, and and mostly has to do with the fact that like again, y- you know the like the storyteller in me understands like oh it'd be more compelling if our if our heroes had these flaws, and I'm like yeah sure, but <laughs> I really like the idea that like Han Solo redeemed himself when he came back and helped Luke Skywalker and did these things for rebellion. I yeah. like that, like, Luke was this farm boy who came from nothing and was going to do this grandiose thing to help the galaxy. You know, I like all these elements that, that the, the sequels and the books have, 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 have decided to be like, yeah, about. That, that bums me out. Yeah, and now we're going to get some weird thing where he's, because he has to start that Jedi school so he can almost kill his nephew. He had a right. bad dream. And that, that, again, we commented on it with, uh, the, when we did the Book of Boba Fett review. It's like, like, why are we spending so much time on this thing that's ultimately going to fail? We've already yeah. been told this doesn't work. It's annoying. Yeah. But they can't, they can't do anything else with Luke at that point. Ugh. Which is why I said they should have recast him off, off the jump. And then you could have a young, hungry actor who's cheap. <laughs> yeah. And then you could do whatever you want with him for three seasons of a show. And then when his contract's up, you'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, we're going back to CGI for a minute. Well, I mean... It, we're going to pay Hamill some more dough. Yeah, I mean, this, this is the whole thing. Where, like, This is where all that uh, that world between worlds, internet ram- uh, rumor, speculation stuff starts. It's like, oh, well, now there's a way they can go back and undo the sequels and they can do all these new things. And it's just like, but yeah, but they're not going to. Stop it. No. Stop it. And... You know, it's the same thing with you know Marvel and, and all Mar- their. Yeah, I was gonna say Marvel's going through this right uh, now. The multiverses. Yeah. And it's no matter how many multiverses there are, we're still six one six through and through. So it doesn't matter if Tony's alive out there somewhere else. He's not our Tony. <laughs> oh, you sound the internet. You sound the internet now. Not my. Not my aerial. Not my Tony. My Tony <laughs> gave his life for this world. <laughs> Oh my gosh. He told me he's Iron Man and snaps his fingers. Don't take that away. <laughs> well, and on the on the TV front for Star Wars, we don't necessarily yep. know, you know, writer strikes, actor strikes, 
That's that's put a couple things in limbo. We assume yeah. we're still getting skeleton crew. We assume we're still getting the acolyte uh, in twenty twenty four, and or might be in twenty twenty five. Now that might be and the one. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for it. Jeez. Oh my I'll god. Wait. I. Pff, I. If I'm saying anything for that show, I'll be outside the window, just jamming on a jukebox. I can't get enough of that Ender's. I've gone back and rewatched it a couple different times. And, uh, you know, certain episodes, certain scenes, I'm just like, I give me more of this. It still raises my pulse, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, it just gets, like, that show gets me. Dude, Kino Loy, yeah. One Way Out, come on. I'm like, I'm like, I'm fired up, and I'm crying at the same time. <laughs> I know. I want, I, want, I want him to live. He's got, that's who the villain is. <laughs> Kino Loy, primary tactician on the Death Star. <laughs> no, he's been on some other penal colony for 40 years. Oh he's, he's on and the he finally he's on Kessel. He's on Kessel, and the Wookiees liberate him on in Solo. There it is. Too close. It's not close enough. Sorry. The timeline is a mesh. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. But we also got, we also got uh, a Bad Batch will happen this year. Oh, good, good. Which I hope, the good news. which I hope, for the sake of the clones, is is pivotal to them getting out of the empire. But who's to say what's going to happen there? What? All right. Before we get too focused on Bad Batch, the TV show, what are the odds in these Mandalorian and Grogu movie? Are we going to get a live action Bad Batch appearance? I think in Ahsoka, you're more likely to get a, a, a Captain Rex appearance. Yeah, I think that, that's feasible. But with the, the with the in, unless they've solved the aging issue with the clones, I think the Bad Batch is fine with that. They're good. <laughs> I would love to see the Bad Batch kind of like link up with like a, a, a you know right before the Death Star Rogue One team. <laughs> That'd be amazing. And give me like the they saved Andor and they me, shoot in real quick. Give me the ultimate Suicide Squad where they show up on on um, on Scarin. Uh, wait, Scarin? No, that's not right. Um, the planet where the plans are. Yeah, um, Scarif. Scarif. Thank you. I was mixing that and Farscape together. Farscape. Scarin's yeah. great villains. Yes. <laughs> Don't trust them. Don't trust. Don't them. trust them. But yeah, if the Bad Batch showed up on Scarif during during the Rogue One movie climax. To help buy them time to get the plans out, like that's a great ending for the Bad Batch. Yeah, I want them to have a happy ending though, where they're well, farmers or somewhere. Well, my, my happy ending for the—that sounded weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the happy ending for the Bad Batch would be doing what Echo went off to do with, with Rex and everybody else is like getting clones out of the Empire and like putting them off in worlds where they can live their lives and not be slave soldiers anymore. Okay, so if we are we going to get an Echo? I, I would imagine Echo comes back in this new season. As the ultimate, what if she's the new Mandalore? Echo? Mm-hmm. Or not Echo, I, I, what's, what's the kid's name? Oh, Al, uh, Omega. Omega, sorry. Raw, raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, give it to Echo, whatever. <laughs> Omega is my bad, sorry. I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily jive with what we know of the timeline right now. But I mean, I can't argue with it. Yeah, but it's fifteen years in the future. I, again, I think there's more to do with these characters than than what we're being led onto at the moment. But but but, but until we actually see the Bad Bad season three, I, I can't 
I don't, I don't, I don't want to speculate too wildly. Let's put it that way. But that's well, right. But get into the show. You think? Do you think the Bad Batch is going to leave it open ended at the end of their show? I hope so. Or is it? I, I do hope so. Just, just to leave room for maybe a movie. Or, or something, or just, or some, just them know, to show up later, at, at like a, you know, later on, like, oh, hey, you know what? You know you know who helped the Bothans get the Death Star plans in Return of the Jedi? Bad Batch. Yeah. <laughs> that would work for me. Yeah. Again, the Bothans. Trying to think of other suicide missions. Again, the Bothans, the greatest uh, non-talked-about alien species in the new continuity. <laughs> and nothing we, to do with the plans. We have not seen a single Bothan since... Disney bought the fucking oh my god did it again since Disney yeah. bought the franchise. I don't know who do you were such a Bosk Failia Bosk Failia. Yeah, there you go, apologist. That guy, that guy, <laughs> get him out of here. Hey, bad politician. When, he was bad for the New Republic, and you know it. When Borsk passed those plans, you knew the Uzon Vong were coming. <laughs> we didn't have time to prepare. <laughs> And he's a he was a typical duplicitous politician. Welcome yeah, to far removed from power. That guy might as well be governor of California. Wait a second. Oh, hang on. That's too close to reality. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're yeah. By a bunch of Bothans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, many Bothans died to get us those Death Star plans, Reagan. <laughs> At least that's what they told Mon Mothma. Who knows what the reality yeah. is. But I was, you know, give me a show about Bothan. I mean, there's so much Star Wars stuff that I'm, I'm like, give me more of that. And like Disney just seems so afraid to like lean into anything. It was just disappointing. Yeah. Like, it's I think they'd want to take more chances because they have a whole network to just populate with junk. I'm I'm honestly shocked Andor exists. I watched Andor episodes and I'm just like, I can't believe I'm watching this on Disney Plus. This is far too adult for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Even the first half of Obi Wan, you're like, oh wow, this is really good. <laughs> no, and Obi Wan's great too, but like, Andor is just such a different level. I mean, it is Michael Clayton uh, in Star Wars. Yeah, and you're just like, it's, wow, I can't believe they wrote a movie that's not about Star Wars I, and just. just All right, so we had some pers- uh, technical difficulties. Yeah, I was like, we're fine. Yeah, uh, personally, we're we're good to go. But there were some technical difficulties that uh, uh, cost us about ten minutes or so of the podcast. Uh, in the in in that in 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 that interim, though, Reagan found out why his sound was terrible. So now he sounds. I apologize. Horrible. Yeah, now he sounds great. I sound amazing. The, the, the Frankie Frankie Sinatra of this podcast is back. He sounds yeah. a, a delightful. New York, New Sorry. York, all day, every day. Yeah, Skype for some reason reset my mic to just computer speaker. So I was screaming at a laptop at you guys. So yeah. Sorry. So, so yeah, we wasted forty five plus minutes of red yeah. sound like garbage. Uh yeah. ho- hope you enjoyed it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope my message still got through. But <laughs> The, these last fifteen ish minutes or so, gonna be butter, baby. Well, I, ho- I hope butter. so because like we're we're kind of guessing like where we left off. You know, we were talking yeah. about Andor. Yeah, it's great. I, I've wanted to just kind of land on where what Reagan's most looking forward to in the new year. All right, so 
the Ray stuff, it, it, I, I feel it's a, a, a chance for a, a redo. Okay. Okay. Like, what I, I said it before, but redo does sound sh- poopy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, but I want to. I want to see someone who's not J.J. Abrams with the Ray character and see where we can go with it. Which which would be exciting. What if she becomes like a new version of uh, Meyer J. Skywalker? Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't have any any complaints about that. As as I said earlier, like my the, the characters were never my issue with the the sequel trilogy. I just yeah, it was a storyline had a little bit more direction, more cohesion to it. But yeah, like I I'm I'm here for Ray. Let's let's go. And I do want to see other characters because it, it's a trilogy, right? It's a new Ray trilogy. I I would suspect, but I don't know if that's been confirmed. I I couldn't say for sure. Uh, you think that they're going to throw up a a one one off? If it does well, it's a trilogy, right? If it does okay, we we got that one out there, it's right? A, you you may do a little bit. It's of, a Tron legacy. Yeah, you may do a little bit of the Lucas where you're like, okay, well, it's a good standalone movie. But if if they make more, I got more story to tell. <laughs> right. I I don't know if I would prefer them to do it that way. Wait, they they might make one good movie, but I don't want them to to pigeonhole themselves so they can't expand on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like killing her at the end of the movie. Yeah, that'd be a bummer. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but what if she sacrifices herself for the force? And then she can hang out with Luke and Yoda, Anakin Skywalker, Mace Windu, maybe. Have we ever seen a Force Ghost of Mace Windu? Not to my knowledge, no. To, I mean, to, you know, based off, mean of, based, based off of what we know about the um, what Yoda had to go through uh, uh, out of season six of, mm-hmm. of the Clone Wars. Great episode, it's a by very the way. Good job, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's a very small segment of the Jedi population that knows how to do this. And I, you know, I'm trying to remember, like, again, I've, I am, I have some distance between myself and the, in the sequel trilogy. But did we even see a Luke Force ghost? At, at the end, the right? The very end, right? Again, which didn't make a ton of sense to me because, again, like, they're, they're, did Luke like really we, get that training required to... Learn how to uh, manifest like himself. He's been talking to Ben how for like much? 40 years. <laughs> I imagine Ben brings his dad in. Hey, you could wasn't, be right. I mean, there's a lot wasn't of that somewhere? There. Didn't, wasn't that in one of the books? In one of the new books or one of the old books that have been thrown out of the trilogy? Or thrown no, out no, the no, no. One of the new books. I thought there was something where he talked to the Force Ghost. I could just be... Wishing it true, where Luke talks to Anakin, and he gets to talk to his real dad, not Darth Vader, not his dying dad. I I know there was something like that in. The, I feel like there was something like that in the courtship of Princess Leia back in the EU. Okay. Oh. Oh, see, I was confusing that with uh, the marriage of the princess and the scoundrel, or whatever that book is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Uh, so that book was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was yeah. fine. It's I liked it more than Dark Disciple and Well, you don't like Dark Disciple? What the hell? I stopped reading Dark Disciple. Oh, I didn't finish oh, it. Oh my goodness. 
I am not enjoying the direction the new books are going. I I have a hold on the Mace Windu book. I'm waiting for it to come out. <laughs> I'm still trying them. It, it was really hard for me to get into Dark Disciple. Oh, I love Quinlan so much. I was all I was all in in Asajj Ventress. So didn't even make it to them. Now that I know they're in the book, maybe I'll go back to it. They're, on the, make cover. It they're on the cover. What are you talking about? Audiobook. Audiobook. No covers, man. Oh <laughs> it's God. all ear music. No, it's get, all ear music. Get back to Dark Disciple. I think you'll enjoy it. All right. <laughs> what were you saying? I, you've completely thrown me off here. So, Well, that's what happens when you get four beers in me. It's, right. I go off the rails. It's... So, yeah, I mean, like in theory, we have Skeleton Crew, Acolyte, yeah. Bad Bass 3. That's happening on oh, Disney+. Plus. Theatrically, we're probably waiting another year for anything. Right. So, excitement level, Bad Batch. I need it. Okay. Like yesterday. Skeleton Crew, 1 to 10. What do you think? It's the one I'm the least excited about. But knowing my history... It's the one I'm going to be blown away by because I have no file for it. It's Goonies, so which means young people, which I'm an old man, so I shake my fist at them where I'm like, you got all this life in you. You don't know nothing. <laughs> and then, you get, okay, so Acolyte, kind of like bridging the High Republic and the uh, classic Republic prequel era. Who is he? That's I mean, again, Which, this show is shrouded in mystery, like the Sith Lords yeah. themselves. Like, could he... I, I mean, mean he, he can't be a Bane. He can't be a Revan. But but will we get uh, Darth Plagueis, the Wise? Like, will that yeah. happen? Will we get young Palpatine? Like, who knows? I don't know. Oh, do you want a young Palpatine? Like, see, when you say young Palpatine, in my head, young Sheldon clicks in, <laughs> and it's just, like, double negative, and, like, I don't want that at all. I don't want a... A young Palpatine. Yeah, you probably. I like the Palpatine we have. I don't think you need a young Palpatine, but I'd be kind of stoked on like Darth Plagueis and like his pre prior apprentice pre Palpatine. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of fun. Uh, Would you you go multiple Sith Lords at that point, or multiple Darths before the Rule of Two? Are no, the rule of two. Darth, like, Darth, yeah, the rule two applies because Darth Bane's in yeah. the the canon. He's yeah. in canon thousands Darth. of years ago. Yeah. All right, so you, rule two. I was just trying to figure out how to get more cool Sith Lords and Dark. You can just call them Dark Jedi's or whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, Andor season two uh, was initially scheduled for twenty twenty four, but because of production and writer strikes and all those things, probably won't be till twenty twenty five now. But I, I know you and I are both stoked on that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Late twenty twenty five, probably. And, th- and then it comes down to the movies. Like, like of the, of the four we talked about, like, what are you most stoked about? Ray, Dawn of the Jedi, Mando, and Ahsoka closing out the uh, galaxy, or then Mandalorian and Grogu. Which again, two of those kind of sound like the same movie, but yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? Mandalorian and Grogu. It, it's I've been on the ride. I've been in love with the ride the whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like Ahsoka. She has Thrawn. She has Enoch. She has a bunch of cool stuff. It's a little too rebel-y for me. And I realized I'm not a big Rebels fan, apparently. But maybe maybe I am a Rebels fan, just not when you combine it with Thrawn. Okay, okay. Which is weird because I'm such a Thrawn fan. <laughs> because 
the the show it honestly i've rooted for thrawn the entire ahsoka show and that's not how you should watch that show probably not they made a mis- they made a mistake where i was like we got to get away from this chick man <laughs> like we got to go so i want to see a thrawn show where he murders that that villainous cabal of moths or generals or whatever those warlords are and then he takes Palian in his arms. <laughs> and they just that embrace. sweet, sweet mustache. <laughs> yeah, and then and and, and and then you got again, you got Dawn of the Jedi and, and Ray's new Jedi Order. And I'm both I'm excited for both of those. Maybe Dawn's the least out of the, out of that four. I want I really want to see what they do with the Ray character and where they where they decide to take Star Wars as a whole, because we we don't know. We know up until the last movie, mm-hmm. so that you know it's you know third star on the right until dawn. <laughs> they could go anywhere. That's a Captain Kirk reference. If you guys didn't know out there, well, technically it's a Peter Pan reference, but all right, I'll, no, I'll let it slide. Captain Kirk does it. <laughs> he does it better. <laughs> How dare you take that for Bill? <laughs> I mean, I you know, I I I agree with you. I'm I'm excited for all of it. I I'm you know, I'm all in on the Bad Bad season 3. I really I really hope we get more into like the underground railroad for for clones to escape the empire. I, you know, I want to see what Skeleton Crew offers us in that in that Mando Ahsoka timeline. You know, yeah. the acolyte going back in time to an era where uh, uh I I feel like there's a ton of opportunity for great storytelling. You know, and then obviously if 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 you're not convinced that I'm a huge Andor fan, by God, go back and listen to me gush about it for you know yeah. ten Andor's weeks or whatever. Andor is pretty amazing. <laughs> Andor is 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 brilliant. <laughs> like Andor is brilliant. That is like Star yeah. Wars storytelling to the the utmost. Like I don't know if we'll ever see anything on that level again. Like Andor is a treasure. Uh, movie wise, yeah, like you were like you're saying, Grogu, Mandalorian, and Grogu, whether in in the Mandalorian Ahsoka, like I get it, that's all. I feel like it's all sort of connected. So, however they play it out, I'm I'm all in. I'm super invested. You know, I'm a fan of the Mandalorian culture. I'd love to get more into that in these films. I'd love for Boba Fett to be brought into the into the fold through the course of these movies. We'll see, because again, there's no been no official announcement on a book book of Boba Fett season two or not. So who knows what's what's what his future looks like? Uh, Dawn of the Jedi, again, it's it's a billion years before the, the 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 trilogies. So like you can do whatever you want, which is great. I love that idea. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Ray's Jedi Order, you're you're in a new timeline as well. You can get crazy with that. Like let's get nuts. Let's 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 do some new things. Let's like push the the sequel the the series forward. I there's a lot of potential here for a lot of things. So I think 2024-2025 looks phenomenal for Star Wars. And and I'm really excited about what what what's coming. Uh there's there's not a bad thing in the batch. And you know, it'd be great if there's a Rogue Squadron movie, but again, you and I, we're of that age. We love those books. She gone. We're we're good to she go. Gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Read those books. Uh, uh, who who wrote those? Um, Stackpole. St- Michael Stackpole killed it. Absolutely. Check killed out it. some Stackpole. He, he doing good work over there. Yeah, and uh, Aaron Alston did the next batch. He did a great job on those too. Phenomenal. Check them out if you want some Rogue Squadron. Uh, Reagan, close this out. What do you want 
from Star Wars this year? Like, what's going to be your thing? Like, you want the Uzan Vong? What are you saying? We, we, oh, we... my. I think I would Indiana Jones melt. <laughs> if that happened, I'd be so excited. Yes, obviously, I want that. Never. I, I won't say never. 99% chance that's never going to happen. <laughs> but the, it's out there. I, I'm going to keep throwing it out there until somebody else picks it up. Because it's a different villain. All right. I, I, I mean, no, go ahead. Go ahead. It's, I'm excited. In in uh, in my award show, I did give best franchise of the year out. And Star Wars did not win. <sighs> Tragedy. I mean, Star Trek had a very strong they year. Had a very strong year. Yeah, I can't, I can't argue it's, with you. So... I'm challenging Star Wars in this next coming Raised year. You got a you got a lot of stuff coming out. I'm ready. You're only going against Discovery. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you might be able to do it this year. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah. So I'm excited. Just just for what's out there. I want to see more Star Wars, as always. It's I I've never had my hunger satisfied for Star Wars. No, I'm I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. I'm in the same boat as you. Um, you know, I I'd like to, again. I think the thing I, fo- I sort of focused on when they they announced that Mandalorian and Grogu movie is like, if Mando came into conflict with Boba Fett, and the end result was like Boba Fett back in the fold with the Mandos, that would make me insanely happy. But again, they got to execute it correctly. So who's yeah. who's to say? There, there has to be some threat from beyond the stars that scares him enough. Maybe from another oh, galaxy. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Someone's getting who's on Vaughn crazy over here. I know. I'm really shoehorned in at this point. <laughs> it's becoming my thing on this podcast. This is where I just come in and yell, use on Vong, use on Vong. <laughs> Nominor, Nominor. Yeah, you're the guy on Reddit who just like says the same thing over and over again. Uh-huh. Uh, they're like, man, we hate this dude. <laughs> I get it. Reagan, tell the people what's coming up on the Come On It's So Good podcast, which they can listen to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all their favorite podcasting platforms. What's coming up, my friend? Yeah. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, nine times out of ten, you're going to be able to find the episode Speed. Uh, starting Keanu Reeves. I, excuse me. I think you mean the bus that couldn't slow down. The bus that could not stop. <laughs> As Sandra Homer Simpson Bullock. called it. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun ride. And then, uh, you know, it's not to spoil too much in the future. We got somebody trying to take over a battleship after that. <laughs> Oh, not gonna say what movie it is. It might star the Keto Master. So you're still not watching Shoots to Fire, a movie I recommended to you guys like months ago. All right, cool. All right. Look, man, we we got a lot of plates spinning. All right. <laughs> All right, my friend. Where Speed can they... and Under Siege are precedent? We where... need to do it now. Tell the people where they can find you. You can find us at coesgpod.com. Uh, at Pod on X and, <laughs> and Instagram. You know, you can download our show wherever your finest podcast can be found. Ecuador loves your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Guam loves your podcast. We're huge there. Yeah, huge in Guam. I mean, we were big in Russia for a while, but we're pretty sure those were bots. Nah, you know what? I wouldn't bra- I'd brag about that. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm doing right now. Dodgy. <laughs> Dodgy advertising. Those, those loyal men of the mission, they're like, oh, yeah, they're big in Russia? 
<laughs> check that out when our Seagal episode comes out. We're going to be gigantic there. Oh, my God. All right, my friend. Thanks for hanging out today. I really, really appreciate it. And we will talk to you again soon about Star Wars, but keep it up on the Come On It's So Good podcast. You guys are killing it. Uh, my best to your brothers and to Eric. And, and you guys keep killing it, all right? All right. Thanks, man. Boosh. A boosh! I would like to see the baby. Well, there you have it, dear listeners. That's our conversation about the upcoming slate of Star Wars movies that we will hopefully be seeing uh, in the in the future uh, without any uh, delays and cancellations and things like that. You know, we kind of have been down this road before with Star Wars films. There's always uh, the possibility that something will change in the future. Uh, and to that end, uh, as we were recording the podcast, you know, we didn't get into uh, the rumor mill, as it were. But, you know, rumors had surfaced earlier in the week that the announcement of the Mandalorian and the Grogu movie was, in fact, to offset uh, delays that were being encountered with the, the, the new Ray movie. Uh, well, Lucasfilm, since we started the podcast, Lucasfilm has come out and said those are not, in fact, true, that there is no friction between the writer and the director of the Ray movie. Everything's going according to plan. They're waiting for the latest draft right now, and, and things seem to be on track as far as that goes. So... You know, this is a turbulent time for Star Wars fans. You know, we've we've sort of addressed to an extent the toxicity in the fandom that does exist. Uh, we do our very best to keep this podcast free of it, as as even as we have opinions on, on various things. Um, I think it's important to remember that Star Wars is still Star Wars, and you know, I think I speak for Reagan here uh, when I say that we're excited about all the Star Wars coming out, even if it's not like our favorite idea. We still want to see some Star Wars, so we're ready for it. Bring it on. And we're going to do our very, very best to uh, uh, support that Star Wars movie, whatever it may be, whatever shape it may take. And so the ugliness of the fandom has reared its ugly head. A, a female director, a female-led movie, has brought out some of the dark side of that toxic fandom. Uh, not surprising at this point. You know, I, I, I feel like we... I don't want to waste a ton of time getting into this whole thing, because again, we've been seeing this for quite some time now. It's, it's nothing new. Unfortunately, it's still very prevalent. Uh, and uh, the internet, in, in many corners of it, the cesspool grows. And, and this is the sort of fuel that that cesspool needs to grow even larger. And I'd, I'd say turn, your, turn a blind eye to it and ignore it as best as you can. Don't, you know, don't engage with these people because there's no convincing them that they're... they're um, I I'm going to say in the wrong. They're in the wrong. <laughs> but because you can't engage with these people, that's what they want. They want, they want the the confrontation. They thrive for the confrontation. And all we can do is is again take our side of the fandom and keep it as positive as humanly possible, and just keep doing what we're doing and and just be great Star Wars supporters and, and fans. And we will continue to do that here on this podcast, no matter what. And I think that's all I'm going to say about that. So I want to thank Reagan from the Come On, It's a Good Podcast. It's a great podcast. Go check them out, see what they've been up to. Uh, they're doing good stuff over there. Getting to, they're just cranking through some movies. Let me tell you what. They're putting them up. They got a, a, a blockbuster video of films that they have now uh, watched and rated, and it's uh, quite impressive. So go and check them out. In the meantime, here's things on the Star Wars Mandovision podcast are, are chugging along. We are getting prepped for a beginning of uh, season seven of our Star Wars The Clone Wars rewatch series. 
and then we'll be sliding right into into Rebels. Can't wait. Uh, will there be a break in between? To be determined. Still, I'm I'm hoping to kind of get a few things uh, solidified in the next couple of days, and we'll know for sure. But if if we miss a week, I guarantee you it won't be more than a week. So so just again, make sure you're you're subscribed, and you're gonna get that show no matter what when it comes out. Okay. Uh, again, another reminder: make sure you're liking, subscribing, following, and sharing this show with all the Mandalorians in your covert. All right, find us on the Instagram and find us on X. We are at Mando underscore Vision. You can hit us up on the, for a long-form email at uh, mandovisiontom at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. If your podcasting platform does reviews, if you could drop us a sweet, sweet, sweet five-star review, that would be so insanely helpful. And, you know, I have some – again, we're, we're just at the beginning of 2024. I have some ideas to uh, – I don't want to say good – I don't want to say to change the show, but to, to – um, Change the show. <laughs> it's not the right word. I'm just trying to find ways to enhance the show, give you guys and gals a better listening experience. So uh, stay tuned. Some new, some things may be shaken out. We'll see how it all goes. But this podcast will always be here no matter what in, in one form or the other. So, again, I thank you for your continued support. You guys are all the best. And we'll be back with you so very, very soon. Uh, and especially if there's more Star Wars news that drops in the meantime, we will come back to discuss that as it all happens all right so i think we've covered everything i think we, we scratched all the itches all right buckethead nation you are the best continue to be the best be great star wars fans encourage other star wars fans and stay positive out there it's a great day because there's so much star wars to look forward to we got a lot to live for all right bucketheads remember this podcast can only end one way this is the way this is the way this is the way this is the way. Just did the castle run in 12 parsecs. Not if you round down, buddy. Yeah.